First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome back for another video. We've got two double game weeks and a blank game week in the next three weeks. So in this video, we've got a wildcard team to share and discuss. If you have already used the chip, then if nothing else, it's the best 15 man squad to take forward and lots of players to consider here. Let's state the obvious first and point out that wildcarding can backfire as it did to a surprising extent in game week 26. In this case, you can at least wildcard directly into a double rather than last week, which was a single game week. So let's run through the team and share your thoughts on wildcarding below and make sure you subscribe to the channel. So let's jump into the team, and in goal it's Raya, a name we've talked about a lot recently, and we won't talk too much about goalkeepers in this one. He is the second top scoring goalkeeper, and he faces two sides in a double game week, struggling for goals this season, Everton and Southampton. In fact, this season, Everton's 19 goals is jointly fewest, and Southampton have only scored one more. You could make the case for Steele, who did take Sanchez's spot last game week in goal, but with a Brighton defender instead, which is safer. The back three is Trippier, Estepinian, and me. Last game, it was probably the last week to consider benching Trippier for the rest of the season. He's home to Wolves this week, who are the other side that have scored 19 goals a season with Everton, joint fewest. We've got double Newcastle defence in this draft to ensure that he can navigate blank game at 28 when they face Nottingham Forest next week. Though with Estepinian and me doubling, they naturally start this week. Estepinian's racked up 5 assists in just under 1,400 minutes of football this season. He's got no competition for left-back, completely nailed, and he has the attacking threat. Fullbacks generally do better in FPL because if he gets his clean sheet wiped, there is a chance of a return. And if there's a week he gets both, then it's a haul. He's a perfect example of this actually. All five of Estepinian's assists came in weeks where he conceded. His last six returns were 6, 8, 7, 6, 9 and 6. However, there were goals conceded over that run, but also three assists. There's basically nothing between the Brentford defenders and absolutely any of them could get you something. So Henry and Pinnock are good picks as well for 4.5 mil. Last game it was Pinnock who scored, Henry should have had an assist, and in this double it could just as easily be a me return. Brentford don't double in game week 28 either, so he's a very handy pick with a double game week either side of that as well. The midfield is Ward-Prowse, Rashford, Saka, Matoma and McAllister in the midfield 5. Ward-Prowse is in essence a two-week pick on the wildcard. He's got a double game week, and then he plays in the blank, and then in game week 29 there's money in the bank to swap him straight for Fernandez, which we'll talk more on later. 
Best free kick taker in the league, on penalty duties as well. Or at least I'm assuming he still is after missing one last game week. A huge three points for Southampton though. They sit 19th in the league still and need to continue digging out results and he can be the difference maker. Not much to say regarding Rashford and Saka, both of a good single game week fixture this week. Rashford blanks in game week 28, Saka doesn't. However, Rashford doubles in game week 29 and Saka doesn't. You get the same number of fixtures out of them both over the next three. Rashford perhaps the best captain pick for game week 29. Remarkably, no returns from any of Arsenal's popular assets last game week. Saka, Martinelli, Erdegaard, Gabriel and Sinchenko all blank in, but Fulham's a decent fixture for Arsenal. The Brighton mids of choice are Matoma and McAllister, who both put up double-digit points last game week. They've shared the points between them this season, particularly March as well, who misses out, and he isn't a bad pick at all, especially if you want to maximise differentials. Four double-digit returns this season for March since the restart, three from Matoma and one from McAllister. However, McAllister has very recently moved further forward into the number 10 role for Brighton, and he's on penalty duties, which was how he scored last game week. It's two double game weeks and three game weeks for Brighton, and that blank sandwich between. The other one you may want to consider for captaincy is Tony, who is in the front two of Kane. He also scored from the spot last game week to put him on 15 goals for the season, four double digit returns in total, including a hat trick back in game week six. There's not been any outcome yet as far as his potential ban. Reportedly a hearing is in April, so it should be perfectly fine for this double and game week 28, perhaps in game week 29 and beyond as well. Kane completes the 11. After a poor result last game week, they do need a result in a match they're expected to win home to Forest. This season on the road, Forest have conceded 29 goals, which is second worst, though Cooper's done an excellent job shoring them up in defence over the season. It feels like a fixture Kane should get a return or two in, and Spurs don't blank in game week 28, which is significant. One notable admittance in the team is Haaland. It's a big call to sell him, but Kane has a better fixture this week, and he doesn't blank in game week 28. If you were to have Haaland, then realistically, who misses out anyway? So yes, it is bold, but if it comes off, then it's good ground to be made up. Perhaps we'll see some limited minutes for Haaland anyway, ahead of a Champions League fixture next week. On the bench is De Gea, Cher, Gabriel and Watkins. So just to explain the bench further, if you were going to wildcard this week and bench boost in Gimmick 29, then De Gea is a very strong pick, as Man United have a decent fixture in double Gimmick 29, and good fixtures beyond that. Man United also expected to double in Gimmick 34 and 37, so that's a lot of additional fixtures. Alternatively, if you don't plan to bench boost, or you want to leave the door open to Shaw instead, then Ward's a perfectly good backup goalkeeper, and Leicester also have a good double Gimmick in 29. Cher, Gabriel and Watkins all play in game week 28, which means you could roll the transfer with this team and you still have 10 to play in game week 28. If there's no positive news on Cher, then swap him out for either Botman or Burn, both are fine picks as well. Cher has a lot more attacking threat, so if he is available then he's the best option after Trippier. Lastly, we saw a massive upset by Liverpool last game week, and this wildcard has no Liverpool, who are up against Bournemouth. Clearly there is a risk here to weigh up in that respect. On the one hand, the reverse fixture ended 9-0 to Liverpool, which we almost certainly won't see again. But on the other hand, this team has seven double game makers, which in theory should comfortably outscore the likes of Salah and Darwin over the next week or two. Thanks for watching. If this video was useful, please drop it a like and make sure you subscribe to the channel for more FPL content to come. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.